Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Daily Smash for Wednesday, June 7th, 2023. I'm Rick. I'm Kelly. Happy Hump Day. Happy Hump Day. Ilya Wine is our sponsor. We love our Ilya. We drank a whole bottle of his Chardonnay last night. Oh my God, somebody wrote, Kelly, you're not an alcoholic because you quit at one. <laughs> that, I, I, I mean, that's true, right? No, you gave me another glass last night. Well... I finished, I I drank most of the bottle. I don't consider myself an alcoholic, but I do love Ilya wine. You can enjoy some wine comfortably, safely, and you can enjoy it in the comfort of your own home. And you can get twenty percent off the already amazing prices. Well, we we at Ilya.com, we, Rick and Kelly, twenty. We at, watched some one of one of our smashers because I recommended. To, I was telling him I watched that movie, The Visit. Oh, and yeah. um, which we loved so much. Yeah, it was really spooky. It was spooky. If you haven't seen that movie, M. Night Shyamalan. Sh Shyamalan? M. Night Shyamalan? Yeah. Shyamalan? What you want Anyways, to say um, so somebody said, you have to watch The Knock at the Cabin. Knock, yeah, Knock at the Cabin Door? Knock at the Cabin Door. And then, so we were watching it. <laughs> and. There was um, two gay guys on there, and Julie goes, "Gosh, those gay guys are really good looking." She's like, "They don't look like they're gay." I go, "Julie, all of my gay friends—they're all hot. <laughs> like, it's the straight ones that are ugly." I mean, no offense. Whoa. I mean, you're, not, you're beautiful. Thanks. But <laughs> like, he got hit on today. Oh my god! I gotta tell that he story. He got hit on today. I got but I, I told Julie. I'm like, I'm like. It's the gay ones that are the hot ones. Uh, but that movie, Knock at the Cabin Door, whatever, is it's freaky. It's it's good. I I did enjoy. I mean, it's like I did enjoy it. So thank you. I forgot your name. Yeah, good recommendation. But I, I, good recommendation. I, I did read. Which it. did you like better, that or the the visit? I have to say, I like the visit better. Yeah, I mean, I think I did too. And it's a crazy twist at the end. I like I, I like the visit because I like that. Um, I like that little boy. He, oh, he was hilarious. He was hilarious. So again, uh, Ilya.com, the Rick and, uh, Rick and Kelly 20 is your discount code for 20% off. We highly encourage it. This, wines are delicious. And we wouldn't tell you that if we didn't love them ourselves. If I hadn't drank a whole bottle of Chardonnay. Do we have night. one of these? You know, I'm going to peel one off and I'm going to put, I should have, because I can't find Oh, it. use it for, um, yeah, for my flowers. Well, we're going to have to drink another bottle. <laughs> I'm not tonight. <laughs> I'm um, not tonight. So, so, uh. I have a bad Speaking pain. of which, speaking of which, someone was trying to school me on our wine glasses, on what is, I read it, and I know I used to spend every weekend in Napa, all my, all my friends have wineries there, and I'm like, they're trying to school. Yeah, I, Kelly knows her wine. I, I know my way. wine glasses. I was she just too tired. Maybe let's just open one of these right now. All right, well, not right speaking now. Of, speaking of which. Um, but, but anyways, no, those ones that we had yesterday are not for reds. Reds are usually have a wider mouth. Yeah. They're bigger, right? They have to breathe. Mm -hmm. Like, like champagne flutes are small for a reason because you want to contain the bubbles. You don't want it to go out. So the smaller the glass is white. See, I didn't know when, that's why the champagne and the flutes. Yes. That, yes. That's, that's why. I didn't know that. But I don't know. Someone wrote it in something like. I didn't even read it because it was like she was saying that our that glass was for red and it wasn't. It wasn't. Speaking of uh, so gay Riesling, people, actually, it's Happy Pride Month. <clears throat> We're doing a uh, pickleball party. 
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, I'm your inner dream monologue and you're fast asleep, so I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Down. Uh, promo. Pride promo. So these beautiful rackets with their zippered cover are yours for the low, low price of $59.99. Awesome palettes. But with them, for Pride Month, we're going to send you a box of pink pickleballs. Free. Check it out. Get your balls. So Get I did, your pink balls. I wanted to tell a story of, I don't know if I got hit on or what happened. It was the weirdest thing. So I had this bad hip pain, and Kelly's like, I'm going to get you a massage. Well, because there was this massage place called Shaba. C-H-A-B-A. Or is it B-B-A? Shaba. And Kobe Bryant used to go. And um, he would come out. He would go there and work you go get his massages there. It's a sports tie massage. Mm-hmm. So Rick's in a lot of pain. This place is legit, legit, and it's packed. And you can't they, even book a massage. Like they were fully booked today. I got like lucky to get a window. Yeah, you got lucky. And but they did call. I put you on a wait list, and they called, and they could have taken you. And I wanted to get one, but I can't because I got that pellet in my butt, and. <laughs> course anytime you have a cut or a hurt or whatever somebody always seems to hurt it no one ever touches oh yeah that part of my butt it's the craziest thing like when i broke my ribs people like hey buddy how are you and they would always for whatever reason slap me right on my broken ribs and so i went and like i like to you know tap kelly on the butt and of course i tapped her on the cheek right on the right side not the left he could have slapped the other one right? right but he didn't he slapped the right one and i think there's something like dogs will know if you're hurt they'll go to that hurt area i think humans have that innate ability to just seek out the wound yeah, you know, it's like you can have a wound like right here. No one ever touches you here. Yeah. But then all of a sudden someone will go, hey, what's going on? Right on the spot. Right on that spot. So she was working my hip. This girl, first of all, she was kind of large. My massage therapist. Not huge, but she was, you know, she was heavy. Like how her. much? I jokingly said 200 pounds. I don't know if she weighed 200 pounds. but She was big. big yeah. She's bigger than you. She wasn't taller than me. Do you think she weighed more than you? She might have weighed as much as me. Okay. I weighed 185. <laughs> so she was like, can I walk on your back? I'm like, yeah, as long as you don't walk on that one spot that's killing me. She gets on my back. She's walking. I'm like, oof. oof First of all, he's a baby. Oof. Okay. He's like the biggest baby. I like a hard massage. I like somebody to get in there on their elbow. I like people to walk on me. He likes a light brush <laughs> massage like yeah. this. Yeah, like that. So. I like to be gently, I get in the car. Gently rub. And I go, how are they? And he goes, I was going there. Oh. 
I had to apologize. Yeah, I was making mean? so much noise. <laughs> I was like, I was, I mean, it hurt, but it hurt good. Like, I know I needed it. Like, I had, I'm tight. Like, it's just working my hamstrings, my shoulders. Like, stepping on my, like, oh, oh, oh. And she's just giant <laughs> on my back. Oh, elbowing my, Argh! so anyway, I get the massage. <laughs> I come walking out the door and it's in like a strip mall, like a little mall with a parking lot. I walk out and there's a dude right there, almost like he was waiting for me to come out. And he goes, hey, how was the massage? How was it in there? I'm like, it was great. A great I, massage. I, I was picking him up because I went to, I dropped him off and I went to, to South Coast Plaza, which is like right down the road. To run a couple of errands. Yeah. And so I was waiting for Kelly. And, and, and so I was like, it was, it was great. A great massage. He goes, oh yeah, yeah. I was, I was wondering, you know, because I always see it here. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm outside. I always see it. Hey, have you been to Vibe? This like vegetarian place right there in that mall. I, I go, love it. It's delicious. I go, yeah, actually, I have been there. He goes, oh, yeah, Chunky Monkey. You should get the Chunky Monkey. I was like, okay. And he goes, oh, yeah, sorry. I'm all hyped up. I had some chocolate. Does that like, mean like psychedelic chocolate? I didn't think about that. Maybe. That I just thought he meant he was on a sugar high. So then he <laughs> says. I take that as I'm on chocolate mushrooms. He was like, he was, he was an older guy, like an older, he was like my age, gray hair. That's older. You know, I seemed like he was a normal guy, but then he goes, so what's your name? <laughs> I'm like, excuse me a second. Like, I'm like, and then Rick calls me, he's like, like oh, you wouldn't Kelly. believe what just happened to me. I'm like, did you get, was that, was he hitting on you? I, I mean, he asked me my name, he started up a conversation, asked me a bunch of questions, and then he asked what my name was. So I'm just like, not that I'm not friendly, I just... I don't know this guy. I don't know what what he, why he's talking to me, and I, I didn't. I wasn't comfortable with that conversation, the direction it was going. So I just said, "Excuse me a second. and I called Kelly, and I just, and then he walked away. Yeah, that happened. Um, <laughs> uh, we did the pickleball thing, paid bills today. It was another productive day, but we still have to go up on the roof and clean the roof. My girlfriend Christine's coming. And her boyfriend, Marco. He's from Toronto. And they're, She's they're from Scottsdale. She was, she's been my friend for 40 years. I so we want to get the upstairs like ready. And I bought, a, like a month ago, I bought materials to put up, we have uh, string lights. So I'm put up posts and I'm going to run string lights around the posts, around the upstairs. And then we have to clean it up and move some furniture around. Got to hose everything off. And I just bought two of those uh, propane heat lamps for the roof. Yeah, because it's cold. It's cold still. In the evening. Yeah. Actually, during the day, it can be cold, too. Mm-hmm. And Kelly was so impressed because we went to uh, uh, Smart and Final to pick up a couple things. And they they sell the propane tanks there in a cage out front. And so the guy, I bought two tanks. And the guy came out. And I said, can I get, like, I want nice ones, like newer ones. So he opens the thing up and he takes out a new one. He's looking for another one. And I pick it up and I go, 
is this thing full? Because it feels empty. And it was empty. And he gave me a full one. And I could tell because I've been buying propane tanks a long time. And I got in the car and I told Kelly the story. She goes, how could you tell? You knew it was empty? Because they're heavy regardless. They're heavy, but they're heavier when they're full. Okay. And I can tell the but, difference. But when he first pulled it out, so like if he had a full one at first, and then yeah. he tried, then I could tell. But pulling it first, like I would not be able to, because they're yeah. heavy. He pulled out that empty one first, and I picked it up, and I could tell right away that it, it wasn't full. We how do you know if those things are full, like completely? Like how do you know if they don't halfway fill them up? So Like they do when a, you buy chips or crackers <laughs> and then you open them up and there's like that many crackers in there. That makes me so mad. Because <laughs> it's by weight. But it's a good question. And the only way that I would know is some grills, some grills have a meter on the thing you hang it on. So depending on how heavy it is, it'll show you if it's full or, or as it's getting lighter, it's getting, but that I don't know how accurate that meter is. Some of them have a little gauge on them. Rick used to have a, um, a in New York City, when I used to go stay with him, uh -huh. he had a little um, uh, grill outside. And Baby he grill. would have to go to West Hampton to pick up his propane. And smuggle it in a towel. And, and smuggle it. I'm like, wait, why do you do this? Like, propane's against the law in, in New York City. In yeah, New you York can't buy, as far as I know, I don't think you can buy tanks. Maybe there's a one hardware store somewhere that sells them. Did you say it was against the law? I'm 90% sure it's illegal to have a propane tank, a gas grill, or a gas fire pit. Because I have both. Remember, I bought that fire pit, too. Yes. That required a propane tank, and so did my grill. But you're not supposed to have grills outside. You're not supposed to have gas grills at all. I love that 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 fire pit that you had out there. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, it was warm. It was. And the gas grill, it was the cutest little grill. It was like this big. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Weber like this big, but it worked. Um, what else do we have to talk about? Oh, we talked about the movie. Oh, 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 yeah, that's right. So there was this one scene in the movie. Uh, what movie? Knock at the Cabin Door. The M. Night Shyamalan movie. Where this character, this female character, doesn't want to die. And she's talking about her child. And she says, I have a son. His name is Charlie. He loves pancakes. And it was like this really compelling moment. And Kelly goes, who doesn't love pancakes? <laughs> and I'm just like, I love this woman so much. I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't have thought of that. But of course he loves pancakes. Every kid loves pancakes. Who doesn't? Every adult loves pancakes. Name one person who doesn't like a pancake. Name Sarah? one person who doesn't like a pizza. <laughs> you, there's got to be something wrong with you if you don't love pancakes. And Kelly later, she was like, what, that's the only thing they could come up with about the kid? Like, well, what about like he likes playing with trucks or he wants to be a fireman when he grows up or, or something? No, or he's really smart. <laughs> he's a good kid. He he's really pancakes. nice. He loves pancakes. <laughs> he loves pancakes. I go, everybody does. You couldn't have came up, I know you couldn't have come up with something better for your kid. <laughs> so M. Night Shyamalan, if you're watching, we caught that. Kelly caught it. <laughs> um, oh, and then you were looking at the comments. It's the little things that Rick likes about me that makes him laugh. Oh, you make me laugh every day. And then you were looking at the comments on Love It or Listen. And as soon as people found out I only had 250,000 in, in uh, FEMA flood coverage, because that's the max, they're like, oh, sell it. Oh, my God. So listen to this. So we were with Teresa Judice and Louie in St. Bart's, and she has this girlfriend, Lisa. 
and her husband, and they were they were, She's been best friends with her for I guess eleven years or something. They're neighbors. They're neighbors. They're next door neighbors. Yeah. And um, this girl Lisa and her husband. Her husband's a doctor. Tell them, tell them what what happened. Well, they had a house in uh, a little Shore. community on the Jersey Shore, right near Point Pleasant. And in fact, I visited their little community right after Hurricane Superstorm Sandy because I was there covering it. God, Sandy Point. really did some damage, huh? Tremendous amount of damage. Billions and billions and billions, especially on the Jersey Shore. And I Was that the one that they redid in New York, um, Seashore, Sea Clip, or what was that called? The Seaport. Seaport. Is that the one that did a lot of damage? Yes. Yes, it was. In fact, my buddy was living down there, right near the seaport, and there was a Starbucks um, in his building, like on the corner, and that Starbucks never reopened as long as he lived there after Sandy, it was like two years or something. It, it was, it took I a mean, I gotta time. say, sometimes, you know, pieces of crap places that get wiped out. <laughs> They, they actually it comes out to be better. Yeah. Well, not in that couple's case. They had a beautiful home on the beach in this, and I forget the name of the town, just south of Point Pleasant. But again, like I went there right after the storm and saw all these dams, and I think I probably saw their house. We might have got video of it because it got wiped out. They didn't have any insurance. So they had to spend, I think it was like $3 million to build another new home on that lot. Insurance didn't cover any of it. And I'm like, wow, you gotta have some deep pockets. First of all, to own a home on the ocean, but second of all, to lose everything and pay out of pocket to build a whole new house. I hope that, the, I mean, we, we should sell it before the next storm comes. That's what Kelly could happen anytime. <laughs> well, yeah, right now is hurricane season. It is. Watch, it's gonna happen. Before I have. Oh, I have, I have like a, like a, like premonitions. You do. And they, and they happen. They do. <laughs> You're very good. Uh, but you said it's not that bad over there. So it's so random. Like I, I told Kelly, there was a storm in that wiped out West Hampton dunes. And a That's large... where Jackie, Golsch, we went to her Golsch house. Goldschneider. Goldschneider. We went to her house in, um. West Hampton, a couple of years ago, right before I got fired. Yeah. Um, she has this cute little house right on the water with a pool in the back. On the beach. On the beach. Those lots for years were selling for $10,000. Oceanfront lots because there was no beach. And then the Army Corps of Engineers came in and had this beach replenishing program. And they put these barges offshore with these big machines and they just like scoop up sand from the bottom of the ocean and shoot it toward the coast. It's called reclaim, reclaim land. Yeah, they rebuilt, like they made this tiny sliver of beach super wide, like a hundred yards wide. And all of a sudden those lots were worth 10 times, 20 times, 30 times, 50 times as much. That's so, like in San Francisco, if you guys ever know the marina right there, I was gonna go buy a house. But the marina is all reclaimed land. Yeah. So same thing. Like, like landfill. It's so like, yeah, they, that right there, that was all man-made. Yeah. That I, marina area, beautiful, absolutely gorgeous. But if you try to get earthquake insurance, they won't insure you over there. I mean, they will. I mean, yeah, some, I mean, but you, it, it says in there, 
reclaim land because yeah, yeah. it's shaky it's right. it's like it's shaky it doesn't not, have the same like, it's not like yeah it doesn't have the same bedrock like it's like russian hill or like pacific heights and right it's 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 different it's it's yeah well anyway the point of the story was that you never know like that whole area was wiped out like 40 years ago and then there hasn't been a major storm then there was a major storm sandy did a lot of a fair amount of damage but not as much as that previous storm did but you don't know. Like next year, this year, in two years, five years, could be the next big one. Right. Because this, Sandy almost killed, like did some damage to you, right? Superstorm Sandy brought water right up to my front door, like right up to the floorboards of the house. So there was water, like there was insulation under the floorboards that was ruined. All this, I had all my pool equipment and my AC unit and all that stuff was on the ground. That all got ruined because my yard was underwater. It came up to the front door basically, but didn't come in the house. But it still did a tremendous amount of damage to the house, you know. Is that because the water levels came up? Yeah. But it wasn't like, it just got knocked out. Basically, the yard was a lake and the house was an island in the middle of the lake. <laughs> so that's why they want you to put stilts. Yes. If we were going to rebuild that house... We would have to build up, at least put a bunch of dirt in there and build it up on like four feet of fill. But ideally, you put some stilts in there, some 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 uh, piles, and you build it like a, like almost like a dock. You build it on top of piles. And then if the water comes, it just, you know, flows underneath, on the, you know, and you're fine. Everything's above. They have those in Galveston. Uh, yeah, a lot of those beach communities in Texas and, and New Orleans, uh, I'm sorry, in, in Louisiana, Pensacola, like along the coast. Because mm -hmm. you kind of have to. Yeah. Or you lose everything like those people did. And I think when they rebuilt their house, I think they did build it up. But, you know, if the winds are strong enough, depending on the construction of your home, it could still rip it to, sh to shreds. Wow. Yeah. Time to sell the Hamptons house. <laughs> In the news now. Oh, so wait, 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 real quick. On this, I was reading the comments on yeah. that. And a lot of them said, Rick is um, sentimental with the house, and I can tell you right now, 100%, you're not sentimental. I'm, I'm no longer sentimental. I'm no longer sentimental. I, no, no, there was a time, that house meant a lot to me. You know, my, like my kids would, would spend summers there with me. I would, it was my great escape from the city. But it's like, when I left New York, I left it in my rearview mirror. You know, now it's just an income property. And I, I'd rather have an income property here than there. It, it, it no longer you, holds sentimental value it to It doesn't. Me. No. When you went back there, you didn't have a sentimental value. I mean, value. I always loved the house. Right. And, you know, it, it's a, a cool spot. And, it, you know, it was it was my great escape for, for many years. From the city. But I have zero issue with selling that house. I want I want to take that money and, and, like, buy a mountain house. Or buy another desert house. Or buy something here that we can use. I, I don't... It It's just not... To me, it's not practical anymore. Right. And I want, what we did in the desert is incredible. And I want to do that again. That was fun. It was fun. And you have like a touch, a skill. And mm -hmm. I do, I want to take. So no, it did have sentimental value, but not really anymore. No. Okay. Now. In the news. Now we're going to list it. <laughs> we're not listing it. Yep. We're not listing it until next year. Okay. So you can still rent it. Because Sandy's going to clear it out. <laughs> Sandy already did her damage. Oh, yeah. Sandy already did it's her It's the next big one that's going to really wipe Who's it out. Who's the next bitch that's coming in town? 
<laughs> it could be a dude. They oh, go back and how's forth. How's it go? It goes female, male, female, male, and they don't they don't repeat names year to year. And if you if if is your that name, is that is that against the transgender community if it goes female male? Some names are non-binary. Oh, okay. <laughs> like Sandy, for example. I have an uncle Sandy, and there are female Sandys. Sandy could be boy or girl uh -huh. or neither. And it goes in alphabetical order. Yes, it follows a A through Z, and also if there's like a sand, if any storm it does damage or, or you know any significant storm, they retire the name. You won't have another Sandy. You won't have another Harvey. You won't have another Katrina. They're done. Katrina's done. They, and I was last year. I think two years ago they had so many storms that they they had to like go beyond Z. They there was a whole nother subset of names after that. Oh wow. Now they can do plus. <laughs> <laughs> you just, <laughs> like the LGBTQ. If you like that kind of content, you got to go to our Rick and Kelly show on patreon.com. You have to go and watch our show. We have 93 shows. There's 94 coming this week. And Kelly just, that's the kind of, those are the kind of gems that you're going to find on the Rick and Kelly show on Patreon. We encourage you to subscribe there. In the news now. In the news. According to someone who appeared on News... Was it on Newsmax or News Nation? News Nation. News Nation. A News Nation exclusive. The U.S. is collecting intact UFOs as part of a secret program. This, I don't believe it. This person is an Air Force veteran, a former intelligence official... He claims the government has been collecting intact extraterrestrial craft for decades as part of a UFO retrieval program it has been trying to keep secret. David Charles Grush told News Nation he recently turned over proof of the alleged covert program to Congress and the Inspector General of the Intelligence Community as part of a whistleblower complaint. <laughs> These are retrieving non-human origin technical vehicles, call it spacecraft if you will, Non-human exotic origin vehicles that have either landed or crashed, he said. He also wildly suggested that more than just vehicles were found in some cases. Well, naturally, when you recover something that's either landed or crashed, sometimes you encounter dead pilots. And believe it or not, as fantastical as that sounds, it's true. We're definitely not alone, Grush continued. The data points quite empirically that we're not alone. Ooh, let's fear monger some more. Do you believe David Charles Grush or not? No, I mean, it just, there's just, I don't think there's any evidence that, I mean, and listen, I think that there's probably life outside of this forever, you know, universe, yeah. this infinity of a universe, because... There's wormholes and all kinds of like crazy things. Yeah. I think there is probably like, I mean, we can't be the only planet that has intelligent life. I 100% agree with that. However, I think somebody would have found a freaking spacecraft somewhere along the lines. I just don't find, I don't find it true. That's my issue. Because anytime you see alleged video of spacecraft, it's oh, always. Oh, it's the government got it before anybody else? Right. Like, it's always no like a, a little sliver of something that might be something. You know, there's a light in the sky that could always be something else. And it's like always like, oh, I saw it. It was gone. And then, but 
with all the cameras we have today and all the technology, we don't have better video of spacecraft. And like you said, the government's going to get, no one, no one has witnessed this. No one has the evidence. This guy doesn't have evidence. No. No one has a piece of a spacecraft. No one has any of the stuff that this thing must have left behind when it crashed. Only the government has it. Yes. What do they do? If you if you if you're a farmer and a spacecraft crashes in your field, the government comes and collects the spacecraft. Do they kill you? So you can't tell anyone? How do they silence people? I don't I, I just don't find it to be true. I don't it doesn't know. seem credible. No. But but we all want it. We all want we all want to see an alien. We all want to see a UFO. <laughs> I don't know. Which they don't even say UFOs anymore. They change that too. What would you say if you met an alien? Beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> would you say take me to your leader? <laughs> <laughs> would you, I'll go like Would this. you really say beam me up? You would leave me for an alien? No. I would kind of like to see where, where we'd go though. That would be kind of cool. I'd be very upset if you left me for an alien spacecraft. With an alien. You think I would leave? I'd be so scared. <laughs> I'm a chicken at everything. Bye, babe. I just met this alien. I'm going to go check out his world. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we hope you're enjoying uh, this show. If you are, give us a subscribe. Go ahead and hit that button. And don't forget. Hit that notification Pride bell. Month. We've got a promotion going on. You can get your pink pickleballs for free. Just buy a paddle. And get your balls, your free balls. You can free ball it? You can free ball. Free balls all day. Pink free balls. And there's not only two, but there's three. Three of them. Three balls. All right, let's get to work. See ya. Bye.